Care for Changing Lives, learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Lee McConnell from Hospice Quinty. Most people tend to avoid having end-of-life care discussions. Who wants to talk about dying when talking about living is much easier and exciting? It's much easier to envision a peaceful death where one dies quietly in their sleep. This scenario, although idyllic, is not the norm, and choices about end-of-life care often happen in the moment and can be very stressful for family members who must make life-altering decisions with little input or information from their critically ill loved one. According to a 2018 report by the Canadian Institute for Health Information, 75% of Canadians wish to die at home, but as many as 60% actually die in hospital. Let's examine some of the reasons why this happens in further detail. A study conducted in 2005 found that 83% of elderly patients would not elect for intensive treatment, while 76% of surrogate decision makers would proceed with the treatment despite understanding that the treatment was inappropriate. Where does the disconnect happen in these scenarios? Quite often, family members make decisions quickly while waiting for other family members to arrive to help with the decision-making during a critical time. How can these situations be avoided? Care planning conferences early on in the course of the disease can assist with the end-of-life planning. Harvard Medical School suggests appointing one family member as the point person to assist with medical appointments as well as becoming the family lead for information sharing. This person may also become your power of attorney who acts as your proxy when it comes to questions about receiving medical care at end of life or at a time when you are incapable of speaking for yourself. You and your medical power of attorney should be prepared to have detailed conversations about your end of life care well before a medical emergency presents itself so decisions are not made in haste. You along with your power of attorney should be fully educated in what to expect with your treatments, recovery, and what happens when treatments no longer work or are not an option. Understanding the difference in an end-of-life symptom versus a medical emergency can greatly reduce the risk of unnecessary hospital admission and consequently death in hospital. Your health care provider may also initiate end-of-life care conversations with you during the time of your diagnosis or further along the disease course. Some people find conversations around do not resuscitate orders to be very upsetting. We have all watched paramedics and ER teams heroically revive a dying person on TV. Performing cardiopulmonary resuscitation or CPR can certainly save lives when someone's heart is stopped and may allow a person to continue living a long quality life in many situations. Sometimes, however, CPR is not appropriate, and here's why. CPR can cause rib fractures as well as lung and other internal organ injuries. If someone is diagnosed with a terminal or life-limiting illness, then CPR may cause more harm than the good intended. So, if this conversation comes up with your healthcare provider, it is likely that they are concerned about your health and well-being in the future. This is the time to be educated about your disease, prognosis, and also discuss your religious or cultural beliefs with your healthcare provider. You will then need to communicate your decisions with your power of attorney and discuss your decisions with your family. Access to palliative care supports in the home can assist with one's desire to die at home. In Ontario, there are many different care options from publicly funded to private pay which can assist your caregivers in looking after you in your last months or weeks of life. Support from your local hospice can provide you and your caregiver with the emotional and practical support you require at end of life. For example, Hospice Quinty offers in-home hospice support with the aid of trained volunteers, caregiver peer support, and hospice residence support for when it is too difficult to manage end-of-life care at home. Talk to your healthcare providers, your families, and local hospice to make informed decisions regarding your end-of-life care. Hospice Quinty provides individuals, their families, and caregivers with compassionate end-of-life care by attending to their physical, psychosocial, and practical needs, and offering empathetic care to those who are grieving through visiting hospice services and support groups. 
All Hospice Quinty programs and services are provided by compassionate, well-trained volunteers and staff at no charge to the individual or their family. We serve a population of over 110,000 in Quinty West, Belleville, Deserano, Tyendinaga Township, and the Tyendinaga Mohawk Territory. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.